Hi everyone, David Harris here with you for Criminal Injustice with a news bonus, another slap for progressive prosecutors. Now, in a news bonus that was posted here on Criminal Injustice on September 7th, I talked about Attorney General William Barr in his remarks before the Fraternal Order of Police National Convention about the U.S. attorney from Philadelphia and even the Boston Globe. What did they have in common? All of them took pains to attack elected prosecutors in some of our largest cities, prosecutors who had been elected with a mandate to change and improve, the voters thought, the criminal justice system in those places that had been for years and years seen as widely dysfunctional and bent on mass incarceration of black and brown people. These people were elected as explicitly as messengers of change, as agents of change. And our attorney general and that U.S. attorney in the Eastern District of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia and the August Institution of the Boston Globe saw it as their role to attack these progressive prosecutors for doing exactly what the people of those jurisdictions sent them to office to do. And the attacks were of the nature of this is disrespect to law enforcement, it's disrespect to the law, so on and so on. These high officials did not seem to understand the tenets of democracy, that when a public official is elected, that when the platform is explicit about certain things and the voters say, yes, that's what we want, we expect the public officials to take those kinds of positions. Well, here's another chapter from the same book. This came to me uh, from alert listener and friend Roger Goldman uh, in St. Louis. Uh, He sent me a column by Tony Messenger that came out of St. Louis today. It seems that in the second week of September, uh, the governor of Missouri, the mayor of St. Louis, and the county executive of St. Louis County came together in St. Louis for a crime summit. Now, if you know anything about Missouri, you know it has two large cities, St. Louis and Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, Both of them have their share of crime, but St. Louis has been particularly beset by racialized ways of fighting crime. Think Ferguson. That was in St. Louis County, Missouri. So there's this crime summit. It takes place in St. Louis. And the highest official in the state is together with the highest elected official in St. Louis and the highest elected official in St. Louis County. Great. If you had a crime summit like this, maybe something could get done. And you'd bring together all the actors in the system, anybody who could make a difference. The police chiefs were there. The other officials were there. Anybody who could really make things happen because action is needed. People are dying. People, especially in high crime neighborhoods and in neighborhoods with people of color, they are getting hurt the worst by this. So everybody was there, right? With two exceptions. How is it? that these high officials of Missouri and St. Louis and St. Louis County exclude the two elected prosecutors from this region. That would be Kim Gardner in the city of St. Louis and Wesley Bell in the county of St. Louis. Those are two separate jurisdictions. These are the prosecutors who would take any criminal cases that come from any 
action that is that is you know that this summit produces they would be key players in any crime reduction strategy in any public safety strategy and yet they aren't there well i wonder why this is it just so happens that both of these people were elected as prosecutors on platforms of change. You'll remember that in the wake of Ferguson, the St. Louis County prosecutor, a fellow named McCulloch, uh, was widely seen as enabling the grand jury there to not indict in the Michael Brown case. Now, you may think that was right. You may think it was wrong, but it was perceived by the community as a manifest injustice for, for good reasons or bad, and most importantly, seen as part of the historical injustices that had happened at the hands of the justice system in St. Louis County, the same justice system that allowed people in Ferguson to be preyed upon by municipalities uh, and police departments and judges simply writing them tickets with fees and fines and all kinds of stuff and running the justice system on the backs of the very poorest people. So it was no surprise to anyone with all of that exposed in the wake of Ferguson that Kim Gardner and Wesley Bell were elected. And so why were they not at the table? I guess that the powers that be, the governor, the mayor, the county executive, just didn't see them as tough-on-crime players. They don't like the reform agenda. Or was it because both of these elected prosecutors are African-American? Could that be in 2019 in St. Louis? I'm just throwing it out there. How is it? How is it even possible that you hold a crime summit in a city like St. Louis and you do not invite the two elected prosecutors in the region? How does that happen? It was not an accident, not an accident. And it is the latest attempt by the old guard power structure to exclude people duly elected by the voters to carry out a different and new agenda on criminal justice. That is, as I said before, anti-democratic at its core. It is an effort to isolate people who have been elected by the people to make change. If you don't like the change that people are voting for, well, get up and run yourself and see if you can get elected prosecutor. If they don't elect you and they elect Wesley Bell or Kim Gardner, get out of the way. The people want something different because the ways that criminal justice policy and criminal justice practice have been carried out in St. Louis County and St. Louis City for so long and so many other places, these things are not just out of date. They are harmful. They have harmed communities And those communities want it stopped, and they have realized that they have real political power in voting for a prosecutor and electing a person who will do what they want. So this is not the end of the story. What we're going to see is continuous efforts to sideline prosecutors like this, to get them out of the way, to not invite them to the table. This was a perfect example of that. And when that doesn't work... They're going to try to cut them out altogether, run candidates against them, what have you. It's a political struggle for power. The old guard against the people who want something different and voted for it. Keep your eyes on this, ladies and gentlemen, because I definitely will. 
That's it. That's your news bonus for today. I'm David Harris. You can always look to our website, criminalinjusticepodcast.com, for all of our interviews, our news bonuses, and other features. I'll be back with you next time. Criminal Injustice is written by David Harris, produced by Josh Rollerson, and supported by listener contributions. Go to patreon.com slash criminalinjustice to become a member and access the premium content feed. Find past episodes, show notes, and more at criminalinjusticepodcast.com.